0: Good evening, everyone. Certainly good to see you here, especially our visitors, and know that you are more than welcome and that you doubled our number tonight. So we appreciate that. Tonight's lesson will be on being an example. We don't realize how much of an example we are. We know that people learn in various ways. And some ways, make a bigger impression on a person than others. People don't learn how to be a Christian just from reading or listening to the Bible, although this is a major method and shouldn't be discounted at all. Very necessary. But we must understand that people also learn by watching how other Christians behave. Especially those, at least that they think, should be behaving in the right way. Especially those who know how to behave in the right way. Now we know that after being told what instructions to give, Paul tells Titus that he must do in Titus 2 verses 7 through 8, that he must do in all things showing yourself to be a pattern of good works in doctrine, showing integrity, reverence, incorruptibility, sound speech that cannot be condemned that one who is an opponent may be ashamed having nothing evil to say of you. So God thinks this is very important that Christians behave in a way that will influence others. In order to defend the gospel, we will find ourselves, unfortunately, a lot of the time, in opposition to others. And that's just the way it is. When people cannot match sound reasoning, they will fight back. They'll try to maybe even besmirch our reputation. But let's all remember that we don't want to give our opponent ammunition. And Timothy was told the same thing in Timothy, 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 12. 1 Timothy 4 and verse 12. Let no one despise your youth, but be an example to believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Very specific instructions there. And we should all listen to that. And some have it really rough. Elders. Right, Wayne? Hebrews chapter 13 and 7 tells us about this. Elders have people watching them as well. Remember those who rule over you, who have spoken the word of God to you, whose faith follow, considering the outcome of their conduct. And that's specifically why the qualifications of an elder include things like above reproach and being respectable. First Timothy 3.2 tells us, A bishop then must be blameless, the husband of one wife, temperate, sober-minded, of good behavior, hospitable, and able to teach. And verse 7 His reputation must be both good in the church and outside as well. Moreover, he must have a good testimony among those who are outside, lest he fall into reproach and the snare of the devil. So you might say that uh, God thought of everything. How often does that happen? Every time, doesn't it? Yeah. Reputation is so important. And being an example, you know, everywhere we are. 1 Peter 5, 1 through 3 tells us that we must prove that we are an example to fellow Christians. It really helps. 1 Peter 5, 1 through 3, The elders who are among you I exhort. I, who am a fellow elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, and also a partaker of the glory that was to be revealed, shepherd the flock of God which is among you, serving as overseers, not by compulsion, but willingly, not for dishonest gain, but eagerly, nor as being lords over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. So more instructions for the elders. We're very blessed to have two men who meet these qualifications. It sometimes is frightening to think about people watching us, isn't it? But we know it happens in the workplace, wherever we are. And one of the reasons, uh, well, we're very happy when people see our good traits and want to model their own lives after them but we know that each of us have things in our lives that we're not proud of because we are human we definitely don't want others following our mistakes and David was worried about this in Psalms chapter 69 Psalm 69, verses 5 and 6. David is concerned that he doesn't dishonor other believers with his sins, which can happen. Beginning in verse 5 O God, you know my foolishness, and my sins are not hidden from you. Let not those who wait for you, O Lord God of hosts, be ashamed because of me. Let not those who seek you be confounded because of me, O God of Israel. So God was concerned about this. Now there's no verse in here that isn't here for a reason. As we live our lives, other people are watching. We must remember that. We must always keep in mind that our example is influencing others. Don't you wish that some of our present day politicians would think about that? The things they do and the way they behave and they want to rule our country. Oh well, that's the way it is. Hopefully that will change. First Corinthians 10, 24 and 31 through 11, one. First Corinthians 10. Beginning verse 24. Let no one seek his own, but each one the other's well-being. And then verse 31. Therefore, whether you eat or drink, or, wh- or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Give no offense either to the Jews or to the Greeks or to the church of God. Just as I also please all men and all things. Not seeking my own profit, but the profit of many, that they may be saved. That should be our goal. Anytime we can do the right thing and influence others, and they will see us and they want to be like us. That's what Christ wants us to do. Verse 11 11 1. Imitate me just as I also imitate Christ. Couldn't be any clearer than that, Tim. There was a survey done to see why teenagers aren't following after their parents' faith. Now, the teenagers we have here tonight, I think, are a good example of those who are. Just the fact that they're here. But the number one reason is that adults do not live lives consistent with what they say they believe. The question is, what kind of God image their parents project. For to those teenagers, their fathers and mothers are the lenses through which they see God. We really need to think about that with our children. Not only do grown-ups fail to conduct their lives in a way commensurate with their stated convictions. You know, they say they're religious, but they don't act that way sometimes. They also don't talk with their children about their spiritual concerns. More so these days, really, than ever. So how do you want your children to grow up? Are you living that life for yourself? That's a question we need to ask ourselves. And ask yourself, are you a detriment or an encouragement to the faith of others? We could always ask ourselves that question. The sad thing is that while some kill the budding faith of others, it still remains that each of us has to be careful who we are following. Others are examples to us. And if we follow the wrong example, we're not going to be a good example either. And we know, even though a lot of people try it, we can't blame others for our own poor choices. When we see bad examples, it should make us say, I'm not going down that path. Hebrews 4:11 Hebrews 4:11 Let us therefore be diligent to enter that rest lest anyone fall according to the same example of disobedience. That's why God recorded the failures of men as well as their good deeds. You know, you see this, don't you? Throughout the Bible You see the successes, but you see an awful lot of failures. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, beginning in verse 6. 1 Corinthians 10, beginning in verse 6. Now, these things became our examples to the intent that we should not lust after evil things, as they also lusted, and do not become idolaters, as were some of them. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink, and rose up to play. Nor let us commit sexual immorality, as some of them did, and in one day twenty-three thousand fell. Nor let us tempt Christ, as some of them also tempted, And were destroyed by serpents. Nor complained as some of them also complained. And were destroyed by the destroyer. Now all these things happened to them as examples. And they were written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the ages have come. Therefore let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fail. Lest he fall. So it's very clear. God is telling us that we need to be careful as well. And we know that we can learn very valuable lessons from the sins of others, can't we? Uh, if we read in Jude 7 um, about Sodom and Gomorrah. And the cities around them, in a similar manner to these, having given themselves over to sexual immorality and gone after strange flesh, are set forth as an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. And we know Mark Twain, uh, sometimes he had some clever words, uh, a lot of times. He once said, we must learn from the mistakes of others because we don't have time to make all of them ourselves. There's a lot of truth in that, isn't there? Because when you make a mistake, it takes you sometimes a while to recover. But that means that each of us must know the difference between right and wrong. We must judge each example and decide if it's worth following. Hebrews 5.14 tells us, But solid food belongs to those who are of full age, that is those who, by reason of use, have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. So it takes a while. Though example helps us put into practice the things we learn. See, when you're in a classroom you have exercises, usually, especially in math and engineering. Uh, It helps you learn, doesn't it? But it still falls upon us to learn the principles. You know, you have to do it over and over. Now, hopefully you're not going to make mistakes over and over and over. You'll occasionally get it right along the way. You want to have a good marriage, as an example. Well, find those who have had a good marriage and observe what they do. And imitate it. And also, don't do what they don't do. And if you have questions about what is right and what is wrong, go to the Bible. Look at the scriptures. God gives us very good instructions. And you can also look at failed marriages. And you can see a lot there. Another example. But imitate only the good. The world is filled with bad examples. But it doesn't mean that the good isn't there. It's in everyone. A good example doesn't help when no one follows it, though. 2 Chron- Chronicles 27, 1 through 2. We know that Jotham was 25 years old when he became king and he reigned 16 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jerusha, the daughter of Zadok, and he did what was right in the sight of the Lord according to all that his father Uzziah had done, although he did not enter the temple of the Lord. But still the people acted corruptly. So they had an example, but they didn't follow it. So we should give everyone around us the best encouragement to live right by making our own life a good example. First Thessalonians 1 through t- 2 through 10 tells us about this. We give thanks to God always for you all, making mention of you in our prayers, remembering without ceasing your work of faith, labor of love, and patience and hope in our Lord Jesus Christ, knowing, beloved brethren, your election by God. For our gospel did not come to you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit. And in much assurance, as you know what kind of men we were among you for your sake. And you became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction with joy of the Holy Spirit, so that you became examples to all in Macedonia and Achaia. So, Adults, we want our children to say, I want to be like him when I grow up. And teenagers, you've got to remember this too. There are little ones who imitate you. Have you ever had that happen? You no. Know, I think we see that all the time. And we want people in the neighborhood to say, that's a kind of life I always wanted. So when our lives are molded to the model of God, we know what glory it gives to the Creator and our Savior. So the lesson is yours. Let's always strive to be a good example that others would want to imitate. Because what better way can we win souls to Christ? If you're here tonight and... You haven't become a Christian. This is the perfect opportunity. You're amongst those who love you. If you are a Christian and you've fallen short of what you should be and you want to come forward and get the prayers of the church, this is the perfect time as we sing the invitation hymn.